Well, hello, gorgeous, and welcome to Unapologetically Ann. I am Ann Fisher, an Oklahoma girl that has never been afraid to dream big. I'm a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coffee fanatic, and a self-made millionaire. Every week here, you're gonna discover mind-opening topics on business and family, how to smush them together and make them work, beauty tips, and self-development to help you become your best self and to live an unapologetic life. I love your faces. Let's get started. Well, hello, Glam fam. Welcome back to Unapologetically Anne, the podcast. What was just a dream this time last year is fast becoming a very popular little podcast. And that is all because of you. And I just love your freaking faces for that. So thank you so much for making this an incredible experience and a successful one at that. So today I am diving into what can be a bit of a dicey topic depending on who's looking at it. (laughs) And that is the body positive movement. So strap in because here we go. positivity or body positive, what does that mean to you? I mean, for me, it's not even something I would talk about. Like, um, for me, it is largely my weight, but I'm not going to lie. Being a 49-year-old woman, things just aren't situated where they were 20 and 30 years ago, especially before I started having children. So for me, body positivity probably largely was was about my weight because I and I'm just being honest and raw and real with you right now I have always struggled with weight and I mean since I was a little little girl I have just I love to eat all the reasons <laughs> not because of something traumatic I had a very very healthy upbringing wonderful mother and father. Mama cooked for us every day. She watched what we ate. She didn't let us snack on a bunch of junk food. Like she watched and monitored us. And, you know, we certainly didn't have the knowledge on health and foods and all of that that we have now, but she did the best that she could with what she was working with. Right. And, you know, I didn't have anything traumatic happen to me as a child that made me turn to food. Um, it was just always food was a good thing. It was a bad thing. I ate for all the things. (laughs) I mean, you get the family together and we're going to eat something yummy. You get friends together. We're going to go eat something yummy. It, it, yummy. It is a very large part of the social scene in life. Um, and it's a very enjoyable part of life. So my relationship with food has not always been a healthy one necessarily, And it's something I've not been really willing to talk about because it's always been a very sore spot for me. And here's the funny thing. Uh, The older I get, the less I give a crap. Now, having said that, body positive, the movement has become so much more than just somebody that struggles with weight issues. 
uh, weight is a definite category of the body positive movement. Let's just be honest there, it really is. But sometimes it's just stretch marks from having children. Sometimes it is gravity playing a role on, you know, all the parts, all the things. <laughs> um, sun and time and wrinkles and there are so many things that can cause you to not feel good about yourself. And let's be honest, any single person on the planet, if you were to ask them, what do you hate about your body? What do you love about your body? There's going to be a longer list on the things they hate. There just is. Because we are our own worst enemy. We are our biggest critic. And we're, as humans, not happy. And here's the sad part. Because of social media, it is you know, a very unreal world that we follow. It is a very filtered, uh, <laughs> edited, perfect foot forward highlight reel of a world. And so that's the measure that we measure ourselves by. And I mean, we all do it and we all try to put our best foot forward as best as we can. But at the end of the day, we're comparing ourselves to something that isn't even real. Think about that for a second. In all of the posts and all the people that you follow and all the things that you dive into, all the topics that you uh, pursue, I mean, a lot of it is just perfection is a myth. And it's a myth that we believe. Even though we know it's not quite true, we still believe it because seeing is what we believe, right? And so, it's taken me a long time to come around to that and, and to, you know, and don't get me wrong. I use filters whenever I want to. If my makeup isn't up to snuff, I may filter this or um, got a big old honking zit. I may filter that baby out just because nobody needs to look at a zit. Um, but we all have our reasons. We all, you know, do. And then there's people that I follow and I've really, really dove into the body positive movement and following people that really push this. And I'll say there's a couple people I follow, they refuse to use a filter. And I respect them for it because they put it out there how it is. Like this is the real world. People love it or don't. But what you see is what you get. And that's just it. And so ah, I didn't want to turn 50. I really didn't want to turn 40. Like I think I had a harder time with 40 than I did 30. And it really played a number on my brain, turning 40. And I just felt like it was the end of a something, like something big was changing. Now, looking back on that time in my life, it was hell. Like, that time in my life was horrible. Because we were in the middle of our horrible bankruptcy. Um, and <laughs> that's when I found out that I was expecting our daughter, Gracie. And... It couldn't have come, I felt like, at, the wor at a worse time in my life. Just because of the stress that I was under, I knew that stress and pregnancy don't mix. And, and it's not a good thing. And, and it ended up being a really bad thing. I developed preeclampsia in my pregnancy. And we had to deliver three months early as a result. And most of you know this. Some of you don't. For my newer viewers and listeners, um, you may not know that story, but... Our daughter, due to being born three months early, has special needs as a result. She has high-functioning mild CP, cerebral palsy, and she is on the spectrum. And she has a raging, raging case of sensory processing disorder. I didn't even know that was a thing 
but we were introduced to it <laughs> really fast. And it makes life hard. It makes you not really even care about life when you have to deal with like all of those things. It was so hard. And so I just thought 40 was hard. <laughs> it was hard. It was tough. But working my way from my 40s and, and knocking on 50s door, I was like, oh, 40s was bad. 50s is going to be worse. But the opposite is happening. Like I have embraced turning 50. Uh, and I'm like, bring it on because I'm ready for a new decade. I am ready for positive change. And the positive change has to come from my mind first. It, it, nobody can give it to you. Nobody can say, hey, you just need to be looking on the brighter side. Um, it has to be something that you decide on. And, and change comes from within and the mindset that you're going to look at things differently. You're not going to change it. I didn't change turning 30, rolling over into the 30s. Didn't stop rolling into the boy. We bulldozed into the flipping 40s, man. And then 50. But I decided uh, a couple months ago. I am going to embrace it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to count it down. I'm going to let everybody know instead of trying to hide it. And I even at one point, no joke, guys, and I think I talked about this on a previous episode. I even told my husband, don't you dare plan like a 50s birthday party. I don't want it. Like I want to celebrate with my family. I want it to be just another birthday. I don't want it to be a big passing, you know, of whatever. And I really felt that way. But then... Really trying to explore what my brand was and what message I wanted to bring to my audience and to my followers as a leader, a top, top leader in a company. So many people following me and so many people paying attention. I just wanted it to be a positive message. And so I decided age positivity was where I first started. And age positivity turned into a body positive. So there's there's two separate things there, but I've kind of smushed them all together. Smushed, mished, and mashed them all together. And you know what? It is the most liberating, amazing feeling in the world to know you are embracing whatever stage you're at in your life. Embracing whatever decade you're in. Embracing whatever size body you find yourself in. And so today I'm talking about body positive. Age positive is another episode. I am definitely doing that one because I have so much to say there. And it's not just about turning 50 or turning 40 or 30. It's whatever decade you're in embracing it. And that's what the body positive movement is. And it, it is so important to love the skin you're in. And it's so hard to do. I have fought this my whole life. And I've fought it in everything I tried to accomplish. I was always the chubby girl. Now, I wasn't like, good Lord, I look back at my teens and I, when I thought, oh, I'm so fat. And I'm like, I would give anything to be at that weight because I was not fat. I've always been a curvy girl and I developed faster than most of the girls in my class. And when I look back on the times where I felt like I was so fat, I was not, I, I looked great and I was just super curvy. But for me, the mindset of being a twig or twig is, is, I don't like that word, really super skinny and like culling it down to bottom low rate that you can possibly be weight that you can possibly be. To me, that was, that's where I needed to be. And it wasn't, I just needed to be healthy. And I didn't have a healthy mindset about it then. 
And I've struggled with that ever since. I really have. And and part of it is body image and what people think of you. The chubby girl, people called me the chubby girl. Um, and going through life, fighting that mindset and fretting over that mindset, it scarred me. And it did. It scarred me. I, I wasn't scarred from my raising or my childhood or my mother and father. I have a very loving mother and father, very supportive mother and father. But it scarred me. And a lot of it was from my own lack of self-worth and lack of feeling accepted. I was, I always felt like I was a little on the outside ring. You know, my friends, my best friends were the popular girls. I wasn't a popular girl. I was just friends with a popular girl. So, (laughs) you know, a little proximity there. Uh, Looking back on it, you know, I was pretty happy where I was at. I did never seek out to be the most popular girl in school. That wasn't like my thing. I just wanted to be friends. I wanted to collect friends. I wanted to be one of the nicest people that people met. I wanted to be kind. I wanted to I wanted to do the right thing. That was more important to me. And so the whole body positive thing, boy, people can be cruel, can't they? I mean, and it's so funny to me how people are uh keyboard cowboys. Like they hide behind their keyboard. They think they can say anything and that it's not quite real because they're protected behind that keyboard. And it couldn't be further from the truth. The things that people say definitely hurt and they affect your life and they affect the way you live your life and they affect how you look at things. And it can affect how you treat people. And it can affect how you perceive what people are actually thinking about you. And just because of one twit or I prefer when, you know, on social media, people are really rude. I call them a hag because that's like, if I'm calling you a hag, you're, you're all kinds of nasty and mean. Um, but it, I mean, it just blows my mind. And, you know, I manage a group, um, for my business. We started this group and it was a testimonial group of before and afters and what our product that we offer can do, you know, to show you results from the product. And we have over 300,000 people in this group. So it, I and, you know, like five, six other girls manage this group. And that's, it's a Herculean effort to do that. But what I've learned from that is how hateful people can be and how they think. If you've posted a picture, it is like their right and duty to pick it apart and to just be a hateful hag and say things that you probably would never say to someone's face. That's the reality. Most of the stuff that people will post on some of these pictures, they would never say to somebody's face because then they'd have to deal with the person and the emotion it brings and what being hateful can actually do. And it's no different just on people's posts in general on their social media. And it blows my mind. And so I really, when I started trying to dig into what was body positive to me, and for me, again, it centered around my weight because that's where I've always struggled. But I have stretch marks. I've had four children. I I I feel like I'm one big stretch mark for the most part. And gravity has not been kind to me. And so there are things I would change if I could. And things that really bother me. But it's not going away. Some of these things I will always have. And so kind of like um, my 50s is not going to not come because I'm not loving it. It's going to come. 
just like my 40s did and my 30s did. And I can embrace it and I can live in the moment and appreciate the fact that I'm still here on this earth after five decades and be thankful for that. Or I can fight it and it's still going to (laughs) come. So I choose positive. I choose light and hope. And here's the cool thing. When I started digging into the body positive movement and started following different people that really resonated with me, I was astounded to find there's a whole massive community there on that. So let me just say, if you struggle with body positive imaging and and your weight, whether it's your weight, whether it's just how your tush looks or how your tatas are arranged or what your belly looks like or you don't like how your chin looks or you don't like how far wide your eyes are from each other. Like there are so many things that people pick apart that's real to them, but not somebody else, right? So body positive to me, it is not just weight. I've said it a couple times, but it's so true. Be real. Nobody's perfect. And honestly, self-confidence is the best outfit you can wear. Rock it and own it. Hating your body will not change your body. I'll say that again. Hating your body will not change your body. And that's the hardest thing. This is a daily journey for me. I wake up every day hating something. And I have to work my way into the mindset and and work on it. And let me be clear here, especially when addressing weight issues. Now, I'm not saying it's not good to try to be healthy, to try to move. And if you've got so much excessive weight that it's a health issue, by all means, you need to work on that. I am saying this to myself. Um, But I am simply saying you can have a positive mindset and walk through whatever stage you are at in your life and in your weight and embrace it and love yourself a little. You deserve some love and some kindness Focus on making it better and work on making it better, but not to please somebody else. Not to make somebody else not say ugly things, because guess what? No matter where you are, no matter what you look like, there's always going to be a keyboard cowboy that thinks they have the right to their opinion. Your nose is too big. Your chin is too small. Your cheeks are chubby. (laughs) Your hair looks frizzy. I mean, people are so ridiculously hateful and rude. It blows my mind. Blows my mind. That's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Um, But love the skin you're in. Because hating, it's not going to change anything. You have to decide from within why and what you need to change. And when that comes to health, by all means, focus on a healthier lifestyle and living healthier. So I don't want any messages. I don't want any emails saying you're promoting obesity because I'm not saying that. I am promoting a healthy and full life. But I'm also promoting to love yourself in the skin you find yourself in. Whatever stage you find yourself in, love yourself. Be kind to yourself. And be confident that you are still beautiful no matter what. Because again, hating your body will not change your body. And loving yourself no matter what stage you are in will change your mindset. And again, that's a daily journey. So, I mean, here's the thing. Am I working on my health? I am. I'm trying to implement healthier things. I've tried different health plans and routines, trying to find the right one that fits me. I've, I love the last plan that I found, but January happened. And let me tell you, I fell off the wagon in an awful kind of way. (laughs) I did. I'm just being honest with you guys. And so I'm trying to get back on that train and, 
Um, as soon as we are done with Casa Fisher and I am in a place where I can actually, you know, work out and use my tread climber, I have one of those expensive tread climbers and I can't wait to, you know, crank it up and start using it. But always trying to move forward and always trying to do better and be better. But that doesn't mean you have to hate yourself. And it doesn't mean that you have to feel less than someone else who doesn't look like you. And I think that it's such a dangerous place to to be and to live. And it's destructive. And you do destructive things to yourself. And so many times we don't even realize it. And so what if we every day woke up with positive affirmations? Because devil's at the door every time and he's going to try to get his, his grip in on you when he can. And so wake up with a positive affirmations. I always try to wake up um, and I love me some Jesus and I try to read the word every morning and I have an app, a Bible app, and it'll pop up a scripture of the day. And I love it because it's always kind of sets my mind on a little more positive way. And I try to look at that before I start scrolling and I start looking and catching up on messages and emails and all the stuff that came in overnight. Um, and starting your day on a positive mindset and being, we have to be reminded and it's a daily journey. It's a daily struggle to overcome what has taken a lifetime to build of negative vibes, (laughs) negative critical vibes about myself. You're a terrible mother. You, uh, you, you're a crummy housewife and let's be honest, I am not the best housekeeper, uh, I'm just not. Um, And I mean, I try and I try to keep my house pretty clean. But I mean, the truth of the matter is I'm do not love cleaning. It's not my favorite thing. But we don't live in a pigsty. We do clean and I do clean. I just it's not my favorite. Some people are OCD about it and love it. I'm not one of those people. Uh, But trying to wake up with a positive mindset, setting your mind on track for where you need to go instead of the negative things that almost kick in. And if you'll step back Pay attention to the thoughts rolling through your head when you wake up in the first 30 minutes of your day. What are you saying to yourself? What are you saying subconsciously? You don't even realize what you've said to yourself. Write it down. When you have these thoughts, write them down and just look at the end of the day at the thoughts that you started your day with. Were they positive? Were they negative? Were they negative self-talk? Were you criticizing yourself? Because Not to say that we don't try to improve and try to do better, but you can do that in a way that's not negative and hurtful. And it can set the pace of your day. When you start with a positive mindset, it it can change the pace of your day. And so instead of, gosh, look at those thunder thighs or good Lord, if that booty got any bigger, you're going to have to turn sideways to get through the door. I mean, some of the things. (laughs) that you might find yourself saying, or you're a crummy mom. Oh my gosh, I forgot to do this. I mean, it just so many things that if you're not careful, you can start the day on the wrong swing, but instead start with something that's uplifting before you start the noise of the day. And most, for most people, that's your social media and getting on there and scrolling, just stop and take a breath. And write down positive affirmations that you need to remind yourself of every single day. Body positive, mind positive, age positive, life positive. And look at them. If you have to write them down and stick them on your bathroom mirror so it's the first thing you see when you go in there to go potty, look at your positive affirmations and repeat them to yourself out loud every single day. Try to do three. Everything is in threes for me. So write them down. And then 
Start telling yourself those things every day when you wake up. Stop the negative committee that lives in your head. Shut them down, shut them up, and and hire a positive committee and start working on being positive, body positive, mind positive, age positive, life positive, and start focusing on feeding that every day. You will be amazed after 30 days of doing that every single day where your mindset starts in the day and how it can affect the course of your entire day and how it affects how you deal with people and treat people and the, here's the thing, it can catch on. You know, you can change the course of somebody's day by saying a positive thing. I had somebody, I was having a really bad day and I can't remember where I was going, but I'd gone out and I went by Starbucks to get um, a gift card. And the lady just complimented my makeup and like she was genuinely being so sweet. And I could not believe how that turned my day around. I could not believe how. And I thought, gosh, the power of just those few words. And she'll go on with her day and forget she even said them to me. She probably said something nice to some other people. But the the change it made for my course of the day, you can affect the way your day lays out just by some positive mindset. So be your biggest cheerleader. Instead of being your biggest enemy and your most negative enemy, be your biggest dang cheerleader. Cheer for your dang self. I mean, guys, come on. Love yourself. Truly love yourself. We have to work at that. It's the truth. We have to work at that because we battle within our minds. And every single human you see on this planet has their own battles. You may not be able to see them. And you may look at somebody that's a perfect size six and think, well, what do they got to be unhappy about? Or their life must be perfect. And everybody is waging a battle of some kind in that mind of theirs. That's one thing I can assure you of 150%. Everyone is, is waging some kind of a battle. So be kind. And be kind to yourself and start the day right. Positive affirmations. Positive body affirmations. And here's the thing. Wherever you find yourself, if you hate it, work on changing it. Work on being healthier. Instead of it coming from a negative place, let it come from a a positive place. But always remember to be positive in the skin you're in. And I'm really trying to live there right now. And it's hard for me because I've always battled my weight. I've always battled not looking the way I want to. But you know what? What comes from within is so much more important to me than that. Thank goodness Mr. Fisher loves me. (laughs) He has loved me no matter what. On the days where I am a hag, when I'm the hag, (laughs) the days where we are arguing and fussing because any good marriage, any good relationship, let's be real, it's going to have it. Uh, He loves me no matter what. And so I have to really work on loving myself and working on the things I don't like and want to change, but focusing on the positive side of everything. And body positive, I think that needs to be the biggest biggest movement the world has seen because and again this is not just weight guys we're not just talking about embracing being overweight we're talking about embracing whatever your imperfections are whatever in your mind that you set as an imperfection and the truth is everybody has them because we're comparing ourselves with something that's perfect which is the internet and we it's not it's just not I can't say that enough so You're going to hear a lot more from me on this because I feel like this is a message I need to get out there and I have to walk the walk if I'm going to talk the talk. And so I'm really trying hard to focus on that and, and to work on myself in that 
And it's hard. It's hard. That's the hardest part. Hardest part is trying to accept myself and love myself wherever I'm at and make the best of wherever I'm at. But I am so much happier mentally when I do that. I really am. You should give it a try. (laughs) I promise. It's a daily effort. It's a daily work. But if you consistently do it, just like with anything else, you're going to be amazed at where your mind health is in 30 days. So everybody repeat after me. I'm going to write down three things, three things that I'm going to positively reinforce every morning when I wake up about myself. And I'm going to cut myself some slack because nobody's perfect. Perfection is a myth. The only reality is nobody's perfect. That's the true reality. Nobody's perfect. Nothing you see on social media is 100% real. It is the highlight real. And that is the real truth, y'all. So with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up. I want to thank you for joining me. I'm so excited moving forward. I have so many things I want to dive into. So many topics. But what I'm super stoked about are all of the interviews that I have lined up over the next couple of months. Powerhouse boss babes that have learned to merge mom life and um, midlife later in life, younger in life, merging it with business, creating the best family and home life for their families that they can. So many different perspectives, and I'm going to share them with you. I'm so blessed to be in the position that I have friends that are just incredible human beings as well. And so definitely you will want to watch for all the new episodes that are about to drop because we got a bushel and a peck of them, y'all. And with that, that's all she wrote in the letter. So I'm going to wrap it up and say, I love your freaking face. Thank you for tuning in once again to Unapologetically Anne. And please, please share this. Uh, We stopped doing the fan of the week because we had several episodes that did not drop. And so we're going to get back on track with that in March, starting in March. Every Monday, we will draw a new fan of the week. So how do you become the fan of the week? Please, if you're on iTunes, go in and leave a review Those reviews just make the podcast boost up in ratings and so more people can see it. If you like the messages that I'm sharing, please share it with your friends, your family, your teams, your your everything and your everyone. If you are not on iTunes and you have Spotify or you're watching on another platform, screenshot it and share it on your social media. Uh, The only way I see the reviews and, and can link them back to an actual person is when you do that. So to be eligible to be the fan of the week, which is a $50 gift card for something fabulous, Uh, I need you to screenshot it, put it in your stories or post it on your social media and tag me on Facebook, Instagram, all the other platforms. I am A-N-N-E underscore Fisher and Fisher. Tag me, share the love, and I will share the love with a couple of lucky uh, listeners and viewers. And again, I want to thank you all for tuning in week after week. You make what I do worthwhile and I love you for it. Have a fabulous day. Mwah.